0: This is the Leadership School Podcast. From conflict resolution, boundaries, and customer service, we dive into what it takes to be an extraordinary leader. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I hope you are doing well and having a great day. If this is the first time you're joining the Leadership School, welcome. Um, The goal of this podcast is to really just have conversations about what are some fundamental skills of being a leader. And also, I'm a leadership and self-care coach. And so what that means is that my goal is to give you tools to lead and still have a balanced life because it's really easy. I'm sure you've seen to get caught up in all the things that we have to do, all of your to-do lists, all of um, your education, personal growth, finances, just your basic things that you have to do to live and pursue your career and your leadership. And so easy to get lost in them and forget about other things that balance our lives out. So uh, today I want to talk a little bit about that and about the importance of self-care because this is really, really important to me personally because of the impact it's had on my own life and because I see it over and over and over and over again how leaders are getting burnt out and getting ill, being hospitalized, having serious medical issues or having to completely change careers, things that they've pursued their whole entire life, giving up on it because they're so exhausted and overwhelmed or just tired and sick. So my goal and my hope for you as a leader is that you will be able to continue to pursue your passions and do that in a sustainable way where you're not getting burnt out, where you're living balanced life, you're caring well for yourself. This is really important for your own health, but also for the people that you serve. Because if you are not caring for yourself well, people see that and observe it. And that's part of that culture that we've established. in the, In Here I'm in the United States, um, and I see this culture of having to work independently, having to achieve, 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 accomplish, accomplish, always needing to grow and move to the next thing. And it's Really easy to get get caught in that cycle and forget that life is just supposed to be about living. And when we're not just living our lives and enjoying it, then it just passes us by. And I don't really and I don't want that for myself, and I don't want that for you because I've seen the negative effects that it has on our culture, on our well being, on the people around us, and our relationships. So one thing I want to take a look at today. Is uh, what's called a life wheel. You can just Google these and see a life wheel as an example. But I'm going to walk you through it a little bit. A life wheel is just a circle, and it's got it's divided up into pieces of, like a pie of different areas of your life. So you've got career, relationships, your well being, which could be broken down to physical health, emotional health, and spiritual health. Um, your physical environment. Personal development, education, personal growth, finances, lifestyle. So if you think about the pie and you break it down to all of these areas, even pieces, and under each one of these sections, you're gonna have different things. Like I mentioned with um your well-being. I mean, also think about like relationships. You've got your significant other, family, friends. Um, under personal growth, you've got um, fun, leisure, creativity. So thinking about all these just different areas, what you want to do when you're thinking about a life wheel is think through how much energy are you spending in each of these areas? And you're going to rate each of these areas, like one through a 10. One, you can do this a different way. I like the rating scale. You can do a percentage. You can do, um, some people can color color the wheels. Some people just like to rate them. So I'm gonna talk about rating it because I, I think that's the easiest way to like visualize it in um, a podcast. But think about each area. So let's start with finances. Where are you at with your finances right now? How content are you in your finances? Uh, wh- what is, what are your, what's your current financial state? What do your finances look like? Rate that on a scale of one to ten. One being your finances are terrible. You're completely broke. You've got nothing. You have no idea what even a dollar looks like. You don't know understand how to spend money. You don't have a clue. And the versus 10 being like you're Jeff Bezos and you um, understand how to money works. You're making tons of it. You've got it invested, you're golden and set. So where are you on that scale? of one to 10 with your finances. All right. You've got your number. Then you're going to move to the next section. So lifestyle, like just think about your general lifestyle. Are you at a one where you just are miserable, miserable, you hate your life, everything about your life, you don't have a lifestyle. It's all just caught up in surviving. Um, or at a 10 where your life is just blissful and wonderful and perfect and you love everything about it. Where are you on that scale? Um, you're going to do that through each area. So it, it's, I think it'll really help you to just Google and search life wheel, um, in your search engine and see what comes up and you can maybe print one off. Uh, maybe I'll try and get one posted on my website, but you'll print one off and rate each area on this scale. So here's what is really important is it's really easy to think, I need to be at a 10 or I need to be at a 100% in every single area. So I'm going to make these New Year's resolutions. I'm going to make these changes in my life. I've got steps one through 100 to get me at 100% in all of these areas and I'm going to bust it, bust it, bust it. I've got the habit tracker. I've got my to-do list. I've got my sticky notes. I've got all these things in place and I am going to win at life. That is actually not winning at life. Winning is going to be being. Balanced in all those areas. So where your your wheel is is more everything at the same rating all the way around. Now you probably to feel really satisfied, you're probably gonna want to be at above a five in your areas or at, at or above a five, because below that means like you're really feeling dissatisfied in that area. And it means you need to spend some more time and effort in that particular area to be balanced and well balanced. So if you're at, and there are going to be times in your life when you're at like a 10, your career is at a 10, you're loving it. Everything's perfect. You're doing everything you ever wanted. You're uh, right in the sweet spot of your career. But then maybe your relationships are at like a two because you're spending all your time on your career. So what you want to do is really balance those out and f- think through, okay, how can I invest more of my time in my relationships and build those up so that my life is more balanced? So I really want you as a leader to think through this. It's very important as you're building your career, your, your leadership, your life, to think through who? do you want to be? And what kind of person do you want to be? And how do you want to live a balanced life? Because if you're spending all of your time and energy in your career, and if you're at a 10 in your career, you're going to notice that your finances aren't doing so well, your relationships aren't doing so well, your well-being, your spiritual health, emotional health, your physical environment isn't doing so well. you'll, You'll see yourself dropping lower in some of those other categories. And you're gonna feel start to feel dissatisfied, even though your career is at a nine ten. So to really feel life satisfaction, you just want to feel balanced. And then when you're doing this, you're, this rating scale, you can easily see, wow, I had no idea that I was investing so little time in my personal development. I have not done anything to grow lately. I'm at a one here, but I really want to grow. So. I can start spending and putting a little bit more energy into that area with the goal of being more balanced. And when you're putting more energy into one area, that means you're gonna be spending less energy in another area. Wherever, this is boundaries here too. Whenever you say yes to one thing, remember that you're saying no to something else. And sometimes that's a really, really good thing. Sometimes we have to say no to something to get what we want in the other area. But just be prepared that if you are saying yes, to something and saying and, and thinking in the back of your mind, oh, I I have time for that other thing later, or I will invest myself in that another day. Um, that that's just on the back burner for now. You know, when is it going to get to the front burner? When is it going to get become a priority of yours? When are you going to actually get to it? Um, and the longer that you say yes to thing A, is more time that you're saying no to thing B. So just, and you know, there's nothing wrong with this. I want to be clear about that. There's no shame in any of this. There's nothing wrong with it. It's something to be aware of, especially as you're growing and developing and becoming who you want to be, be aware of how you're spending your time and reflecting on these different areas. And so I want to actually break down one of them a little bit further today, Um, your well-being Because this is what I prioritize in my coaching because I've seen it over and over and over how people focus so much on their careers, on their serving and their giving or their helping and forget their own well-being. This is why I'm also a self-care coach because I have personally experienced it where I have invested so much of my life in trying to help other people, and doing good things that I've completely neglected my own well-being. And I have seen this with so many leaders. You've seen leaders break down um, scandals because they're struggling with this balance in life and they're managing their own well-being that it it's so easy to turn into doing things that you're morally ethically opposed to because you're just it's kind of like a breakdown. You're you're not being who you think you are and who you want to be because you are not managing your own well-being well. So it's really important to invest in yourself. So I talk about this in terms of self-care. Now, this is a really popular term right now because of the pandemic. We've all been struggling and hurting through the pandemic and mental well being in mental health is really struggling with the whole year of a lot of isolation, not having access to your normal resources, on top of the cultural issues we've been having, violence, etc. It has been a year of struggle. And a lot of us have been in survival mode myself included. I went through a period of time last year where there was nothing in my life but stress, stress, stress. And I just had to get through each day. And I knew that if I wanted to get back to health, I had to focus on some very basic needs of my own. So a lot of conversations have been happening about self-care. And self-care often is thought of in terms like, well, I need some self-care today, or I need to go get a massage or go to the spa or um, eat a whole cake or get a two-week vacation that I can't afford. Self-care seems to be in terms when it's said in in social media and kind of publicly, it often feels like it's something that you do just once in a while, every six months, every uh, once a week, or um, a splurge, something that's outside of the norm. But that is actually completely opposite of self-care. That is self-indulgence and like maybe self-pampering. That is um, sometimes addiction. It is nothing to do with actual self-care. Actual self-care is the caring for your physical person. It's caring for your well-being, overall well-being. Your emotional, physical, mental, I guess mental and emotional the same. But your mental, physical, and spiritual well. Being, and so if we think about well-being and those three areas, I'm actually going to do another pie here, another circle, and you can see this on my website. Uh, if you sign up to get the ebook, it's a ebook all about self-care and leadership. So take a look at that, but I'm just going to go through it with you on this podcast episode because it's so important. When you're you've got this again, a wheel, a circle, and we've divided it up into eight different pieces of a pie physical activity, rest, connection, self-restraint, good hygiene, mental well-being, health knowledge, and healthy eating. Now, these are all things that are done on a daily basis. They're habits that you put into your life to care for yourself. Now, it sometimes seems really selfish. I'm spending all this time on myself. I'm only thinking about myself. I'm doing all these things. But self-care is actually completely the opposite of that. It means that I can care about my person so much that I have taken care of all of my basic needs in a way that now I have everything I need to go outside of myself, to lead well, to give to others and serve. And if I'm not taking care of my own basic needs. I don't have what I need to do those other great things that I hope and all these things that I have ambitions for and I'm creative and want to think outside of myself. If you're not taking care of yourself, you don't have those things that you need to do what you want to do and to be who you want to be. Uh, again, I'm not going to talk about each of these areas too in depth today because that this is, I like short podcasts. I know you all don't want to listen to an hour long podcast. You've got too many things going on in your day. So I try and keep these under 30 minutes. Um, but what I really just, so what I really want you to hear is that taking care of yourself and your own self-care is a habit and it's the daily practices of caring for who you are in your person. So when you talk about physical activity, it's the moving of your body so that your body continues to have the strength to move. Rest, it's the taking a it's actual sleep, but it's also taking a break and taking time to rest your mind and um, step away from the daily thing your daily task list. Connection, connection, con- connection, connecting internally with yourself, with who you are, what your needs are, what your wants are, how you're feeling, but connecting outside of yourself, building relationships, uh, spending time with your pets, getting into nature, having friends and community around yourself. Then you've got self restraint um, or risk avoidance, which means really, which means really wearing a helmet when you ride your bicycle, wearing your seatbelt in your car. It means establishing boundaries with yourself and with other people, not abusing medications like prescription medications, taking them as prescribed and recommended, etc. Good hygiene. That's the very basic. And the good hygiene is what teaches us how we do these habits, right? Bathing, brushing your teeth, flossing, putting on deodorant, just cleaning yourself, taking getting haircuts, the taking care of your body physical body and that practice of it is what teaches you the habits uh, of how to start these good healthy habits uh, with other areas as well. Your mental well-being, how you're feeling, what you're experiencing in life. Are you attending to your mental needs? Are you um, feeling extra stressed or anxious, depressed? Are you caring for those things that those things are happening? Are you feeling crazed or in survival mode or overwhelmed, um, exhausted? You know, are you paying attention to where you are mentally and and doing what you need to be in a healthy mental state and knowing for yourself what a healthy mental state is? Health knowledge, that's part of that, that knowing for yourself what healthy is for you and your body, but also paying attention to your own body needs, taking understanding your prescription medications and taking them as prescribed. It's knowing how to manage any types of medical conditions that you have like diabetes, for instance, knowing how to test your blood sugar or um, when something's really wrong, when to talk to your medical provider and finding information when you need it. Like, oh, I've had this pain for three months now. I should probably talk to somebody about it and get some help with it. You know, actually taking those steps to care for yourself. And then the last one is healthy eating, which really it doesn't mean like uh, your BMI is in regulations because that's just not even true anyways. Um, It doesn't mean that you are strictly vegan, vegetarian, following this keto, whatever following whatever phase diet you're in. It means that you are getting nutrition to fuel your body, to have energy, to be you and do the things that you need to. So it means just not eating super-sized McDonald's burgers every every meal, every day. It means, oh, I'm also going to eat a salad. I'm going to eat some juice or greens or make sure I've gotten a fruit today. It's just having a balanced diet so that you have fuel to go about your life. And this is not... I'm, I'm really cautious about talking about healthy eating because there's so many issues with body image and diets and eating disorders um, in our culture. And I just want to, I want to be bold in saying that healthy eating does not need to be an obsession. It does not need to be judged. I'm not judging you for the way you eat. There's no shame around it. And there's no should around it. You should not be eating a certain way. You should not be um, eating this and not that. What it means is Putting, putting nutrition in your body so that you can have fuel and energy. and that that is the basic level of that. So those are all the elements of self-care. And we can go, I can talk for hours and hours about this, but to keep this short, I just want you to hear that there are a lot of different areas in your life that you can be focusing on for your own well-being. And again, the goal in your life is to be balanced and to have the resources that you need to do the things that you want and love, to live this full life of joy and abundance or um, uh, balance, fulfillment, and to just live your life, but to also live that while you're leading others. And to let other people see that you care about yourself and your own well-being, that that's really important as leaders. That other people see us doing that, because we're not going to encourage somebody else to live a balanced life if we're not doing that. No one's going to trust you. No one's going to look at you and believe that that's an important thing to do. So one thing that I do to practice that is I don't allow myself to stress out if there is something I haven't accomplished for the day. I know that okay, I have. 10 things on my to-do list I'll do what I can today but I will also sit back and watch Netflix at the end of the day and hang out with my husband if I want to and that's okay. Yeah, I should be exercising 7 times a week and I'm not great at that. But I'm going to play with my kids or work in the yard and spend some time doing that. Get get the exercise that I need in a different way. I am I ate some cake today. Well, I love cake and it was a birthday party. Of course, I'm going to eat cake, but I'm also going to make sure that today I've eaten some protein to balance out all that sugar in my body and drink plenty of water so that I don't get a hypoglycemic reaction. You know, just thinking through, I'm paying attention to my own needs, but at the same time, I'm also doing that so that I can care for others well. I'm a mom. I'm a coach. I have a podcast. I uh, have a business where I'm spending time with people and making sure that I'm taking care of lots of things. But I can't do that well if I'm in pain, if I'm exhausted, if I'm overwhelmed. So I do things like spending time outside and spending time with my kids, sleeping, taking breaks, doing what I need, to care for myself well, because it's really important because at the end of the day, I'm who I am. I am only living with me and I will live my day, live my life and die with just me. And I have to be happy with who that is. And no one else gets to determine what that means and what that looks like. I have spent a lot of years in my life believing that other people determined who I was and I am done believing that. And if that has ever been a struggle for you, if you ever feel like you have to do what other people say or that you—that really the purpose of life is to live it and live it to the fullest and you decide what that looks like for you because it's just you. Yes, you have family. You have your community. You have your friends and all your relationships. But at the end of the day, you have to live with you. And what do you want that to look like? And are you doing that in a way that fulfills you in a balanced way that also cares for your own well-being so that you are not suffering because of all the things that you think that you need to do and accomplish? Your goal is to live your life well, live a balanced life, take care of yourself, and then do the things that you want to do and that you are called to do and to lead that way with strength and conviction. My hope for you is that in your leadership, you'll have these great opportunities to show other people what it looks like to live a whole, healthy, balanced life with freedom. And when you are taking care of yourself, when you are investing in your own well-being, you are balancing things out. You're not spending too much time in one area and no time in another Although at times in life, you know you will spend the, those will be unbalanced at certain times in life, but the goal is that as an overall picture, it's balanced out, and that you've made these habits of investing in your own well-being. And as you're doing that, that that is the gift that you give to the world is the ability to just take care of yourself well. And in doing so, you're leading the way, and you're showing others that it's possible to have this great balanced life while still doing the things that you love and giving others the gift of doing that for themselves as well. So my hope for you as leaders is that that you are fulfilled, that you are balanced, that you are taking care of yourselves and still doing the great things that you're called to do without sacrificing your own well-being and your own life. <music> I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app so that you never miss an episode and to help your friends find it more easily. Also, I would really love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of this podcast. Let me know your thoughts, questions, suggestions. I would love to also hear where you are in your leadership and what leadership skills that you're looking to improve on, you can leave me a message at anchor.fm slash Kyla-Kofer. That's anchor.fm slash Kyla-Kofer. And you also might want to check out my website. That's KylaKofer.com, K-Y-L-A-C-O-F-E-R.com to get that free uh, leadership book, leadership and self-care ebook. That's it for today. We'll see you next time.